Shuffle. Shuffle. Hello and welcome to another episode of Kill Shuffle. Kill Shuffle. I'm Dolan. I'm Dylan. And this is episode 22. Jesus. And the our final normal episode of 2017. Yeah. Penultimate. Yeah. 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 It's never final. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no, 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 final. no, 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 no. But but this is the last um, yeah. week that we're gonna look at. You know, we're gonna review sort of current albums yeah um, as much as we can get in there because there's so much yeah there's a yeah. lot so um but, and the reason for that is uh, that in a couple of weeks we're taking a couple of weeks break to compile our top 20s of Each. the year and then we're going to come back sort of around christmas time new year and yeah. give you the results of that and naturally we're doing a top 20 each oh we're god not, yeah. we're, not, we're not like sharing the top 20 that would be no, hilarious that would that would lead to some massive disagreements I'd imagine he's like alright Donald you get the number one yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get number two yeah so I suppose I suppose it's more like a like a top 40 <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. but they're both of equal value and weight yeah so uh, in any case we, we'll discuss the finer points of that um, on that special show which will probably be quite long oh yeah and quite probably we, not, not too extensive quite a bit of fun because it's been it's as we as we can probably both agree it's been a pretty wild year for music so yeah you know, all right it's exciting yeah. all right um but let's let's get down to brass tacks this week we are reviewing the new album by glassjaw why don't we start with glassjaw yeah let's okay start, so we? glassjaw material control wonderful wonderful by the killers uh phantom amour by tooth grinder mm-hmm. and the last new album we're looking at is uh, who built the moon by noel gallagher yeah. of oasis and, fame and the flying birds right and uh, well yeah sorry noel birds. gallagher and his high flying birds yeah. yes 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 yeah. And then uh, Noel Gallagher would be nothing without his birds. No, right? no, no, nothing right, at all. Right. No, the, the the project wouldn't exist without those birds. <laughs> all hail, all hail, President Bird. And uh, and then finally, <laughs> we're we're, we're going to take it all the way back to 2012. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> For an album yeah. called Electric Girl by She. Yes. Yes. Okay. Great. So I guess without any further ado, Glassjaw, Material Control, yeah. first album for 15 years. Dylan, tell us more. Tell us more. Okay. <laughs> You know the bands we all know and love from the emo era, the used, mm-hmm. Deftones, anything beyond 2002. Okay. Kind of almost owes it to this band. Really? I think. Yeah, yeah. Okay. In, in a very much a cult, cult sense, mm. sensibility, like they they had grown a lot more popular as they had um, left yeah. the music scene, which is pretty fast. I think they started kind of the early 90s. Didn't, Nine, yeah, I think they, they got they were they, gigging, yeah. they're gigging a lot. Did an EP, an EP or two, and then did the two albums in two short years. That seems to be the case. I I I've never been on a Wikipedia page with more inconsequential inter-album shit on the history section than oh, this yeah. band. Like, I think between the the section that covers their early career up to the release of their second and like. I will say mo- second most recent album mm-hmm. uh, is a couple paragraphs and then there's about 10 paragraphs of the singer wrote this on a forum the bassist said this in an interview <laughs> like it was it was like everyone was just yeah. foaming at the mouth for yeah. 15 straight years for this band to do more music oh, and yeah. they were and constantly they, they did an EP in yeah, 2011 yeah, yeah. which is pretty good <laughs> people were like is, is this going to be a thing and yeah. yeah it took so long I don't know why I don't know if it was health issues or not. I, I well, I, I think is it the singer suffers from Crohn's disease. Yes, which, which is unfortunate. But which like, is which is unfortunate. Yeah, I, I I happen to have something not not Crohn's, but something under the same umbrella yeah. myself. And yeah, it's a pain. Yeah, yeah, um, definitely. Cro- chronic pain can suck, but if you yeah. persevere through music, that's yeah more admirable. Absolutely, no, 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 and that that is fantastic. Yeah. I just think that. It, <laughs> normally when like as with quicksand we'll say although you know they did have a brief reunion or whatever but this this band just seems to have been turning those gears of of new album yeah uh, hype for so yeah, long like at this point they've been active yeah 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 and they've, in, they've been touring and yeah yeah they have released um, they did release that that ep you know but yeah. six years ago seven years ago yeah and yeah. uh daryl has been doing other band stuff yeah Recently, I can't remember some of the bands, but so, I, Head Automatica was, Head Automatica. was the earlier one, which kind of it has the one song that kind of reminds me of Dream Baby Car a little bit. Love for real, that yeah, song, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But aside um, from that, but besides from that, that brings us to Material Control, which yeah. you know the album's here. Yeah. Here it is. This is the, the hardcore side of the emo pop scene. 
Yeah, I, I, it's funny that you should mention emo. I, I didn't didn't really figure into my calculations when it's, I was listening it, to this. It's, it's kind of filtered out of this album. Yeah. I think the last album they released in two thousand and two had had bits of that, like an, the, the anthemic side mm. of choruses you hear from those kind of bands, like Head Automatica, yeah. which was in. That was still kind of there. This is more filtered out. I'd almost say this is closer to, to a Code Orange than it is. Yeah. Where they left off in 2002. That's interesting. Code Orange, yeah, I think this definitely lives in, in hardcore and, and post-hardcore, like mm. um, like elements of quicksand like and helmet, like we were talking about, or um, Jawbox. Uh, yeah. And yeah, like, and, and then even went the he- like some heavier elements of brand new. So I suppose that's where the email yeah, might yeah. come in a bit. Mm-hmm. Like when, when brand new kind of go heavy, although we're not supposed to talk about them. But we will yeah. have to at some and, point. And also, um, before <laughs> yeah. we get to the songs. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. A lot of this reminds me of um, Gore, the latest Deftones effort. Yeah, that's which, actually... With mm-hmm. its dirty, raw rhythm section, especially that part. Mm. Yeah, actually, now that you think about it, the melodic approach on this album does... It's, grind- similar it's grinding, to it's grinding, it's unapologetic. Yeah, and at times it's downright amelodic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like will- they're willfully using all of the chords that don't go together. Yeah, which is makes for an interesting listen, although yeah, occasionally it, a, t- a tough it, listen. Yeah, it's a, it's a tough listen. It's um, I'm not used to it yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm but, certainly but, not used to it yet, but, but, I, but I do I do love it. I'll, I'll go straight to that. I fucking love this. Okay, <laughs> I'm, I'm very fantastic. Happy. I'm very happy they returned on the uh, the heavier side of this because um, bands like Code Orange are are going like okay, this this scene lately and the the whole socio political atmosphere is a lot harsher than it was ever before so mm. let's get the music to reflect that yeah i feel this album does that pretty well yeah especially at the start i mean the first three tracks almost sort of bleed into each other mm-hmm. um yeah very nicely actually i like i liked yeah it I seemed like a one take kind of deal i think they're all in the same key or something but mm-hmm. um that's it, it just starts off with like old school just sludgy grit your teeth new york hardcore yeah on um new white extremism yeah. And then it kind of, and then it, it kind of, uh, extremity, sorry. And then it kind of builds out from that with Shia and Citizen. Yeah, she, she is the most familiar, I guess. Yeah. Back back to basics okay. style, especially with the chorus. Yeah. It's very familiar in the melodic sense. Um, And, and then I guess like balls out artsy middle section. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that's. Does that start with, um? what does that start with? Uh, Golgotha, is it? Yeah, Golgotha. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, 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 yeah, there's a lot of experimentation and weird, like there's tribal drumming on Bastille Day and yeah. there's um, almost these kind of spoken word parts on Pompeii. Mm-hmm. Not super keen on that. I think the, the vocals, who, who was the singer? Daryl, did you say Darryl, his name? Darryl, yeah. yeah, I think I I like a lot of what he does here, definitely. I think there's, there's points I have his vocal technique that I'm not super hot on, but most of the part he does okay. a really good. He it, does a really good job he's, here. He's an interesting vocalist to get used to. Yeah, he's he's my he's in my top three favorite heavy vocalists. Yeah, hands down on that more hardcore side. Okay, because he can bridge the gap from melodic to heavy. Yeah. almost seamlessly. I think when he's he, I think he when won't... he's when he's um, it's weird, but I think when he's hitting, when he's in the pocket, it's it's excellent. Like on my consciousness weighs a ton. Yeah, there's this amazing kind of. It, it's not even really lyrical. It's kind of more just sounds. But in the chorus, he yeah. kind of does this. Ah, yeah, I, 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 ah, yeah, it's amazing. I think Great. personally, it's a hard thing for me to call. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I think he does it better than. Uh, don't really pander on that, but he does it better than Gino, or at least. Uh, oh, he he, n- he can n- he can like make it a bit more subtle, to melodic to to uh, hardcore vocals. Yeah, Chino turns it up to eleven, or not so much. Mm, I, I would, I wouldn't necessarily put them in the same yeah, yeah. bracket. Chino's more I of a was, crooner. Yeah, yeah I would, yeah. I would take Chino over Daryl any day, unfortunately. But I, it's, it's there's something, um, his accent or something like that occasionally grates on me. But actually, you know, but for the most <laughs> part, it's the totally oddest fine. thing. Since in hardcore, you can can't possibly detect an a proper uh, accent. I mean, where are they from, actually? Um, not England. Where, no. for the most case, that's where you'd recognize hardcore uh, accents. Is no, I, I mean, I, I mean that kind of. He has that kind of like. Occasionally, has that sort of nasally American twang or something. To yeah, his voice. yeah, but but you know, for the most part, he does put in a really strong performance here. I like uh, Closer is probably the most melodic this album gets. Yeah, they're from New York, by the way. Oh, from New York. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. New York hardcore. The, the CBGBs. Yes. Front of that. Yeah, hundred percent. Um. 
but yeah, I think I think a lot of the hooks he, he, he sort of lays down here are great. Like yeah, yeah like I said, um, like closer the, consciousness weighs a ton is yeah, great. The rhythm section is incredible in this. Yeah. Better than the band has ever done. And they've had a lot more mainstream yeah. hooky stuff. And this is a great balance of all, I think. In in a in a very uh um it's it, it seems conceptual. The album structure. Mm. Um the way that it takes some very interesting turns in finishing up the album. Yeah. Like, like the last song is only one minute and 40 seconds and it covers all you need from a one minute and 40 second song without being a fast song. But it, it is very mid-tempo. heavy. It's intense. Yeah, it has all it has all the elements. And then, then the one bef- before, right before that, actually, the title track I absolutely love, even though it's it's sort of an experimental. Yeah, it's yeah. like a, It's like a mashup of samples, but there's this great... Yeah. Um, fast picked guitar part that sort of drifts in and out that's just really really nice yeah there's a great through line through it um, mm. my conscience weighs a ton and closer yeah. are both very nice accompanying pieces absolutely uh, those those two are those two are probably highlights yeah. definitely closer is great as well yeah yeah that's probably the nearest to the melodic side you'll get right again. that's that's the nearest to, to sort of a traditional um chord structure as well yeah. uh songs like pompey will uh will fuck you up yeah 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 Pom- pompey <laughs> is quite strange yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, and it do, it goes to a lot of different places. See that yeah. that one kind of starts like it's going to be sort of a quiet song, and then it gets it just ramps up to a massive yeah. finish. Um, yeah, which, and, is, which is the song that has the kind of like the ending, the Nile ending. Oh, it's like, kind of like a weird really, tremolo. Really heavy. I think it might be Pompeii. No, uh, maybe yeah. I think it might be. That was um, really cool. Some some mixes of genres. It, very subtly in there as well yeah definitely yeah there's even a little sort of um like reggae almost part in Stra- yeah. strange hours which is the first yes, sort of ex- yeah. experimental expansive slow song that's really cool yeah yeah um, get get on your good speakers for that your good headphones mm, yeah it's it's the production oh. job is weird it's i wouldn't definitely wouldn't say it's bad it's just it's very different to anything else i've heard this year yeah it's very purposeful like i, I feel each song has a different yeah approach towards uh how you hear yeah that's fair everything uh, it's very it's all very separated and, yeah yeah um, which is good in a way because well, like, like gore was in a way. like gore was yeah yeah, 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 yeah. true very true actually to, and like to, parceled yeah. out you're able to hear everything pretty pretty clearly yeah and on the, the crazy uh, songs the bass is quite prominent which is good because to follow a lot of these songs it's it, the best way to do that is often to follow the bass yeah. because it's it's a much more complex bass um composition than most yeah, albums yeah. in the genre i would say um, and it gi- it gives a, a very cl- a very uh, defined sense of groove to it, yeah. which you probably wouldn't hear on a lesser produced. Yeah, probably like not. Yeah, well, you probably wouldn't. You just wouldn't hear bass work like this very often. I mean, yeah. it is definitely one of the highlights. Yeah, and it is funny hearing the guitar sort of it sort of pinwheels between just sludgy, crunchy, chugging riffs like a la Code Orange or whatever, and then Deftones, and our Deftones, self-titled era Deftones. Yeah, yeah, especially. early, yeah, early Deftones, and then and then and then into way more sort of artsy, um, progressive, yeah, sort of trebly stuff. So it's yeah, yeah it's interesting. It's funny actually because it reminds me in a lot of ways of of the Quicksand album interiors that we reviewed like last month. How so? It just kind of get in, in it, it's it, it almost sounds like a <laughs> like the evil twin of that album. Oh yeah, yeah. Like it's it it doesn't have any of the sweetness or the melody, or, well, you know, or of that type of melody. Mm. Um, and obviously the vocal approach is completely different. But yeah. I I feel like they, it, it almost feels like they were raised on the same yeah. stock. It, and it also, um, growth, uh, growth wise, it feels like mm-hmm. these are t- they are two bands taking a progressive step in their music, musicality yeah. after the long break. Well, that's that better. would be your perspective in terms of like you would know their back catalogue, whereas I don't. Like this, I'm coming into Glassjaw Fresh, but yeah. is this this is definitely a move on from what they were doing in the yeah, past. yeah, yeah. It's it's it feels really 2017, which is yeah great considering like the other albums sounded very much early 2000s emo hardcore, right? Yeah, with bits of this, but I think they've gone on to greener pastures now, and I like that. Okay, fantastic. Yeah. That take that takes a lot of balls to do that after this long. Yeah, it does. I think yeah, absolutely. And especially as it seems like they had so much trouble kind of mm-hmm. get bringing themselves together oh, and writing the material yeah. and blah 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 blah. I mean, I do think it's kind of funny like if there was ever an album this year that I didn't want to score, it's probably this one uh-huh. because I really feel like I don't get it yeah, yet. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I, I I'm not sure. It's one of the things where I don't know whether it's just going to click 
and I'll all of a sudden be super into yeah. it. It's like, or, it's like mm. to use a weird analogy, uh, the quicksand album's like a watercolor painting of of, of mm-hmm. rock, and this is like an oil pa- a layered oil painting. This is like that, like rock. going into the modern art museum and seeing yeah. like a bunch of insane stuff just thrown around the room, and you're yeah. you're like, this definitely the scream that painting, yeah, <laughs> like, or, or the scream, yeah. or yeah, well, I would say <laughs> even more abstract than that because yeah, okay. <laughs> the scream is weird, but you look at it and you go, ah, it's a dude screaming. Whereas this is more like I I know these pieces all fit together somehow. Yeah, bits but... of at the driving, yeah, there, yeah, definitely, um, and everything yes. that goes with at the driving. Uh, every other band that follows them yeah you're absolutely right yeah. that's a great shout at the drive-in is yeah true the com- complexro kind of uh, angsty don't use that word we'll be using that a lot later oh no <laughs> oh no but it is com- it is comp- it is definitely complex <laughs> yes, yes. I-, I don't know like on lyrical wise I guess I wasn't so tuned in but did you notice any like uh, the- I suppose new white extreme extremism or extremity yeah. is probably yeah, something to yeah. do with the current political he's, climate he's, he's definitely speaking about that I, it's hard to tune in on it it is a little bit you're kind he, of more focused yeah, on the he, yeah he's always been influenced by like mm. him getting over him building the ladder to um, cope with his his uh his right, illness. his crowns, yeah, 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 that's fair. And you, you can hear, there's definitely a lot of like, yeah, you can hear that he's struggle. he's got struggles. <laughs> yes. That's, um, yeah. Yeah, and it is, and it's, it, it's, even though it is only 36 minutes, it does feel, um, fleshed out, you know? It mm-hmm. definitely doesn't feel like it's a rush job. No, certainly not. It's, that's what I like in a shorter album yeah. that still feels like it's got, it's got, um, moments of catharsis and then room to breathe as well. There's, there's plenty of those little pockets of, um, strange expansive instrumentals and stuff like that yeah yeah which is cool yeah it's it's Um, it's almost like i i i just their approach their actual nuts and bolts approach to chords is what it's that's what i find so difficult to penetrate in terms of actually digging it it's like they just they they really have a commitment to like keeping everything like this cobalt gray kind of that's the kind of color I get from it. Okay. It's that they, they, they play around yeah. uh, root chords a lot rather than playing the roots. But yeah, yeah but it's super interesting to listen to. There's yeah. no question about that. It's a yeah, really it's interesting a, album. It's a badass album. Yeah. It's certainly a badass album. And there's definitely album. moments where you're going to be like, just, you know, yeah. scrunch your face L- up. Like, and kinda... like, let's say um, mm. we, we listened to Employed to Serve, Employed to Serve recently, mm. or a while back that we went to their gig and we yeah. enjoyed them so much more in the live yeah. experience. I'd say you would probably flank to that. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. No, I, I would definitely, I would definitely go to a Glassjaw gig, and I'm interested to hear what their earlier material is okay, like yeah. in comparison to this, because it, it definitely does sound like, you know, in the same way that I guess Quicksand did. It does yeah. sound like one of those kind of timeless. Yeah, it's a lot more mature. Albums. It's a lot more mature. Yeah, definitely. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so hey. anything else to to add before we wrap up on Quicksand? Um, or sorry, not Quicksand. Um, uh, Glassjaw. Glassjaw. Yeah. Gla- um, <laughs> have Quicksand on the brain. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't <laughs> wait to see them live. Hopefully, and see what else they can do after this. Yeah, and if they're actually back for for good, mm-hmm. that'd be great. <laughs> that'd be really yeah, cool. I know. Quicksand and Glassjaw back for good. That'd be that'd be cool. To take that approach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> great. Okay. Yeah. Well, what was your favorite song? All told. Um. It, it, is, is that it, possible on an album like this? God, no. It well, it changes so yeah. often. Like yeah. I, I love so many aspects of it. Um, I mean, it's it started with Shira. Which yeah, that's the nearest to kind of uh, the most clarity in terms of like a, a mainstream attempt at something. Yeah, and uh, closer, closer. It's my favorite. Closer is really good. Yeah, uh, um, I'll go for my conscience weighs a ton. Yeah, I love the, oh, God, the chorus yeah. on that. Is is fantastic. That's, that's a close runner up. Yeah. Um, Alright, cool. Um, do you want to give it a score? Because I don't. <laughs> um, I'll give it a 10. I'm at, Holy! Yeah, no. Good, I, I, like, you, I have no song. issues with it. Yeah. And if I did, it would be like, <laughs> are you sure that's not their intention <laughs> yeah, yeah. to play it like that? I have that. no quarrel with you, sir. I, I can't. <laughs> Fight me. No, I can't. Alright. <laughs> cool. But yeah. Do I have to score it? Um, well, just give like, give like, no, don't, don't give it number. Just kind of what you think in a few short in a facial words. expression <laughs> yeah. no 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 I, I, I will yeah. I feel like I, I need to be I need to be consistent right now I'm at a 7 for this one okay right now I'm at a 7 for this one and but growing maybe maybe I'll update you all during the top, a, it, the top 20 show it's a grower and a shower it's a grower you, and a shower it's yeah there's, there's still there's still a, there's still a little um, some little key that needs to turn awesome. in the lock before I bump it up any further but yeah it's yeah. a really interesting release so I'm kind of glad we yeah. reviewed it for me it's equally as good as a Quicksand album but in a totally different way yeah yeah, so. yeah no, I'll take Quicksand any day but but yeah. anyway I, I'll 
definitely go back to this one. Okay, cool. And now for something completely different. Um, <laughs> you may know the killers from Mr. Brightside. Yes. <laughs> but, Ten uh, years of a Billboard 100. I, I think it's even longer, man. That song came out in 2004. So it's is it is it thirteen maybe it dropped, years? Maybe it dropped off. It could be long now. It's it yeah, may have dropped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, this it, is uh, I'm gonna guess album number six for the Killers. Yeah, uh, it's something along those lines. Yeah. yeah have yeah, have yeah. you kept up to date with them? Um, I in, in earnest. Yeah, I would be more certainly more familiar with their like back catalog than um a lot of other mm. like long running bands. I, yeah. I I I don't really know anything off Battleborn, but um. Yes, yeah, I'm fami- I'm familiar with all the singles because they get shoved down your ear holes. Oh God, yeah. Whenever they come out, and I'm familiar with relatively familiar with Sam's Town. Yeah, um, and little bits of uh, Day and Age. I think. Okay, so we're after that one. Uh, yeah, and Hot Fuzz is like yeah. Well, Hot Fuzz is, is um, I mean, everybody knows Hot yeah, Fuzz. It's, it's, it's up there. I can see it. <laughs> hot, hot Fuzz. I should yeah. say. Sorry, I'm mixing uh, it up with the yeah. film Hot Fuzz. Um, <laughs> and yeah, so anyway, this is wonderful. Wonderful comes. Um, and I actually so just sorry. One last thing is I saw them live in tw- I believe twenty. 12 or 2013 um, somebody got me a ticket for my birthday so I went um, and was quite surprised by how Springsteen-y they'd become oh yeah Americana right oh yeah 100% um, they've, they've 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 left indie rock very very much behind them. Yeah, and dude, I don't think I mean just to kick off does does this change that trajectory in any way? Sort of. Okay. Um, no, it it does. But hmm. um, would, what would you qualify Ar- Arcade Fire as? Would you qualify them as indie rock? Not anymore. Okay. No, 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 no. And it's a great place to start because Arcade Fire is one hundred percent the like key influence on yeah. this album. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. elements of stuff that we actually really hold close to us. I, I think there's yeah parts of this album that really surprised me, especially in the mid section. Really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, like uh, okay. Well, that's biggest surprise then. Yeah. To start to start off, what was what was the, what was the big the big surprise of this album for you? Uh, Run for cover was the song. Yeah, that was that was the one. Was like, I think I could have written this. <laughs> like, it's a song I would have written. You know. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, we're yeah. currently writing songs that go a lot like Run for Cover. Yeah, you're not wrong. You know, I, I, I yeah, Run for Cover is 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 pretty good i agree um it's definitely got a lot a bit of more fire in the belly than it's, it's a banger <laughs> it's a serious banger yeah than the preceding two songs that came before it right but um the album starts off very interestingly as well um it almost sounds like zuropa era u2 mm. <laughs> which is funny because that's that's the craziest side of u2 yeah. Uh, yeah hearing the killers do that kind of style it's it's, it's refreshing yeah you get the you get the crazy u2 and you get the very much like 2000s phoned yeah. in YouTube because because well, Brandon Flowers does sound a bit like Bono at parts, right? Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I'll, I'll always think that he sounds like um, uh, what's the guy from the Last Anthem? Oh fuck, I do know it. Yeah. You know, yeah, he. I always that think he just. Sense. But but on this one, actually, I think the the, the person he most sounds like is Win Butler from. Um, uh, Arcade Fire. Fire yes he's especially on oh, The Man yeah. and uh, get <laughs> the you, can't get you out of yeah. my mind The Man is what Arcade Fire should have done with the latest their latest venture right yeah but well, I know we say that a lot but like I think I mean I think I think The Man is as good as any of the uh, as any of the high points on um, that Arcade Fire release everything, everything now yeah like it, The Man is a, is a good tune I mean it's it's fairly lightweight but it is good mm, yeah. and Get You Out of My Mind is, is up there as well funnily enough that you, you should say Run For Cover is the banger because I think the banger on this one is Tyson versus Douglas well they both go back to back yeah so and they very much same kind of song so it's yeah yeah yeah, yeah. they're both taking from different aspects of uh, an 80s uh, colour palette yeah, that's that's definitely fair. I mean, there's a huge amount of '80s on this, um, and 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 even in those synths on in the verse of Ty, uh, Tyson versus yeah. Douglas, it's kind of it kind of it's like whoa whoa yeah whoa. yeah. I, I'm not sure which band it's or is it Pet Shop Boys? I'm just trying to Pet think Shop of, Boys is up there. Yeah, yeah I'm just trying um, to think. It's 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 definitely it's, evocative of of something some synth pop had, band had, in had, the '80s. I had something for it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so that yeah, and and but then I think that I think they kind of lose. They definitely lose me with the ballads on this one. Uh, Some kind of love is the ballad I can work with because it's it's very um yeah. subdued kind of yeah. Some kind of love would of the three uh, is definitely the one that I yeah. don't mind the least. Yeah. Um, but I think that uh, Ross is 
Per, it's definitely in the running for worst song of the year for me. Yeah, for yeah. Me. I'll be honest. It sounds um, like an '80s Christmas song. Yeah, and not in a good way. Well, it's Christmas, Donald. <laughs> I know it's it's Christmas and everyone's in a Shut rut. Shut the fuck up and get with it. Oh um, boy! But then then we get to Out of My Mind, which is yeah, that's good. a really cool song. Like holy fuck! Yeah, Out of like, My Mind is good. Like, definitely. Yeah, that's like um, very serious chromio vibes, especially instrumentally, right? Yeah, it's got those. It's got those same funky kind of yeah. influences. Meets meets like um, simple minds. Mm. Bit of that. Yeah, and huge drum sound. Yeah. Um, yeah. The Fleetwood Mac is another um, influence. I suppose we mm-hmm. do bring them or up Stevie a lot. Nicks. More so, Stevie Nicks' solo career, I guess. Yeah, but the the yeah. the, the so, but like the chorus on "Wonderful yeah. Wonderful" is literally the tune from the chain. Like, oh it's, yeah, yeah. It's the it's yeah. the da 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 uh, in terms of being a new sound for the killers, I think it's a mixed bag because mm, well, I remember being very sort of shocked by how um, stadium, like stadium power ballad sort of uh, spring scene that the band had become when I saw them live. And I don't think this does really change that because even if some of the songs are good, like Tyson versus Douglas, hey, Run for ta- Cover, I think it takes a few songs in about the band like this to kind of go like okay you got three new songs for a live performance yeah that's well great. Th- yeah that's true but then but then you've also got like just it's absolutely certifiable official filler yes like life to come yes. i mean that song yes. is like that that if you had to put filler in the dictionary life to come would be yeah. the, de- the definition of that of yeah. that term yeah. um and then you've also got the weird religious stuff like Woody Harrelson, a little bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who I thought only wanted to talk about Rampart is reading from the Bible at the start of the calling, which is just really odd. <laughs> and uh, I, I, I mean, I wanted him to get back to Rampart, but he starts yeah. reading from Matthew or yeah. something. The calling's a good song, actually. I like, I like bits of that. Yeah, no, no, no. no <laughs> I do as well. I think it's got it's it's, it's got a weird, um, almost like Queens of the Stone Age desert fuzzed out vibe. I was which... thinking more, um, more. Uh... Fuck, who's the band that? Um... Take take Arctic Monkeys take their keys from oh Water. god yeah it, it, like, good shout like AM a lot like AM right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you're on the calling yeah no it's the calling isn't 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 bad for sure no. I so, think go ahead Sorry. yeah it, it's it's they're they're almost landing the album right it seems it seems almost. like there's almost a landing almost all but they do say things like you've got the soul of a truck yeah um at times which makes <laughs> which just takes pulls me out I of wasn't the equation. paying so much attention to like, his lyrics you've got the soul of a truck hmm okay alright Brandon rhymes, what, rhyme, what rhymes with truck <laughs> what rhymes with truck I don't know man no. we're, we're fresh out of luck um, and I th- I do feel like the presence of uh, Jackknife Lee who's the longtime producer for like R.E.M. and U2 and oh, stuff yeah, like that yeah. it, it does mm. it, definitely the production is very uh, safe yeah overall yeah on this um where you know like for example where Run for Cover could have been a bit grittier like there's there's just none of the grit at all that was on Hot Fuss yeah. I know that album was, was polished yeah but, yeah but there I, was uh, there was a griminess to it as well there, there is I, I don't think this album is aiming is shooting for that no but, not at all no like we're the the part of the part parts about Run for Cover that I love so much are, are like the, the like the thudding bass that comes in yeah after like this sort of electronic guitars yeah 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 i hear you digitally i I think it's i think it's a fact that like this is a band that wrote andy your star and jenny was a friend of mine and uh mr brightside and uh somebody told me and and all those songs and it's like even though this stuff to like here and i think i did this with the arcade fire album a little bit as well where it was like yeah, but they did all these amazing things in the past. So this mm-hmm. album, like, there has to be a little bit of that left here. There is even and there is. and there's there is stuff to like here, but I it just doesn't feel like it's even in the same universe as yeah. those um those earlier works. So I'm probably going to that is probably going to be reflected in my final assessment yeah, of the yeah, album. Yeah. In um, terms of like, when I, I I just don't know if this is something I would ever yeah. choose to listen to. Do you know what I mean? I yeah. like. I'm not saying but, I didn't enjoy it. Yeah, but there's good. I'm I'm happy for the chunks of songs I can take from this. 
and listen to so, sort of regularly yeah no and I, like and that's the thing as well is I will probably like Tyson versus Douglas will probably go into a playlist or two I'd say maybe right. the man probably will as well out of my yeah. mind will probably go in there like there's, there's, there's bits to pick and choose and maybe that's all they need at this point you yeah. know but like as a as a start to finish work <laughs> like when, when when have all the songs been written rolls around I'm like yeah. Oh um, God! No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I, I, um, I can take it. <laughs> it just feels like just like I, have, I have the armor. No. I can take it. It's good. I love my Def Leppard, but come on, man. I yeah, yeah, not. yeah. I think maybe I just have like certifiable yeah, cheese. Yeah, like, I, I just yeah. That's the thing is, I'm definitely I love cheese, but I think when it comes to music, I'm you have a lot to learn. My, you have a lot to learn, my friend. I'm gonna school you yet. Yeah, it's, it's just like we're gonna do all of the Def Leppard yeah. on our next album. Podcast. See that hysteria yeah. up there? Spoilers. Yeah, I see it, man. I yeah. see it. But uh, yeah, no, I mean, you know, as, as I think in a similar vein to Pacific Daydream by Weezer, like there are things, there are definitely, there's definitely a lot to like here. This is better than Pacific Daydream. I don't. I think it's a, I think it I still has, so. I th- it still has elements of old killers pretty clearly. Mm, uh, yeah, well, there's, there's bits and pieces here and there. Yeah. And, and even if there's... Run for Cover is absolutely just the clear sign that they can, they, they can... They can yeah, but that's them. That's the them funneling maybe that those kind of older, uh, grittier influences through their like the, the, through the prism of of like modern day like epic sort of stadium rock. Yeah, that, you know what I mean. Like de- it's definitely channeled mm. through something different. But yeah, in any case, um, yeah, bit, bits and pieces here definitely. Um, so you know, worth you yeah. know, a couple of songs there are definitely worth your time, yeah. in my opinion. But what what was your favorite song overall? Uh, uh, out of my mind was probably yeah. the real good one I come to. Yeah, cool. Um, yeah, Tyson versus Douglas. Yeah, as has been nice. very apparent. <laughs> nice. Good chorus to that as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, it's really, it's a good one. It's really, really good. Um, cool. And then album uh, score out of ten. Seven. Cool. Seven. Seven. All right. Okay. Uh, I'll cool. Give it a, I'll give it a five. Okay. I was about to say, are you almost about to give it the same as? Yeah. No. Fucking... No. 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 <laughs> no. 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 Um, uh, yeah. Five. Five for me. But yeah. you know, that's what I'm saying. There's stuff to love. There's Grand. stuff to yeah. to not love. And that song is rut. Wow. We're here for the people. That is a stinker. Okay. Cool. Let's move <laughs> on. Uh, the next album we're going to talk about is by a band from New Jersey called Tooth Grinder. Yeah. And we're back in heavier climbs. <laughs> yeah. Um... Heavier terrains. Uh, with this so this is their second full length album yeah and maybe just to start off they define themselves as progressive metal is that a accurate moniker for them or an um, accurate genre as much as uh, hmm, I mean in bits <laughs> in, not as a whole it's as much as saying if you glued um, Devin Townsend together with um, who's your band Who's your Gothenburg band? You like. Oh, Soulwork. Soulwork. If you glued them together with a bit of clutch, yeah, this is what you get. Um, <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah, um, kind of. I, I yeah. don't. I don't hear the. It, see, the thing about it is, is you can say something is progressive metal, but just because every song sounds like a different subgenre yeah. doesn't no, yeah, necessarily yeah, yeah. make it progressive. Um, like each individual song is, you know, and there's. I'm not dissing this at all, but it's a very much a straightforward. Like usually four to the floor. Yeah, it's okay. Um, this is a new band to me. Radio well, so. rock or radio metal songs, and that's totally yeah, yeah. fine. But you know, it's mm. this very much sits in the. Um, I would almost say metal with no adornments, but probably new new metal is probably the the most accurate way to describe. It is this. close, yeah. You know, yeah. especially when you it, it kicks off with a heavy or HVY, which is like yeah. it's got Groovy. it's got that corn groove to it, mixed with indie guitars, which is yeah. weird, and like super melodic vocals as well, mm-hmm. which. Um, yeah. Which blend well there and blend well often yeah. on this album, but occasionally um, jar. Is that fair to say? Yeah. Yeah. So um, can you, yeah, I, I'd, go say, ahead. I, I'd say one thing <coughs> in, in the scope of the huge scope of music that they try and mm. barrel into this. Yeah. Um, the one thing that actually gets me out of the songs often, more often than not, are, are the lyrics. Yeah. There's some really bad lyrics. At points, at oh, points. I'm I mean, glad you thank Christ, there's some hardcore or some screamy vocals. We're yeah. like, okay, I, I don't oh, know, I what know what he's saying, saying. Yeah. but it sounds really good. <laughs> yeah, and then some of the vocals in a uh, in a denium uh, and stuff. I'm like, okay, that's fine. Oh, you know, denium's good. Denium, yeah, denium's, denium's got good. a really cool chorus. Yeah, um, nice kind of Devin Townsend harmonies. That whole reverb delay soundscape yeah. that's that's a familiar yeah it's interesting taste. you mentioned Devin because I wasn't sure if it was just because I've been binging a lot of Devin and no, it, it sounds like book, D- but it sounds like DTP 
Yeah, right. There, there are elements. It's not. It wasn't just because I was coming off like a, yeah. you know ten hours of listening to Devin Townsend. <laughs> it's yeah. There, there are yeah. definitely moments. Yeah. It, it, even actually, when he goes real, it uh, goes kind of um, uh, schizophrenic on uh, Pieta. I think is is the name of the song. Uh, um, it's towards the second half of the album. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, you know that kind of. Like he's he got, like it's this real I, kind of I do thanks screwy <laughs> high pitched um that that reminds me of like Devin at his most insane which is cool yeah and um, yeah um but yeah so is it the same vocalist doing everything I think so okay. I believe so that's, that, that's cool yeah absolutely uh, and actually vocally as well as as well as sounding a little bit like Devin I think the vocal approach reminds me a lot of while she sleeps yeah but do you get a bit of soul work out of this. Are, is there a bit? There's not I, to my ears. I think with the groovy, heavy bits, I ah, uh, that, that's very soil work, right? I don't know. I don't hear any soil work in this. I mean, it's I don't not, know not nearly up to the the uh, riff. Riff wise, I do hear bits of Pantera. I do hear bits of oh yeah, uh, okay, okay. I, I hear bits. I hear bits of Corn. Pantera's hear, a closer call. Yeah, I hear but, like uh, little bits of Red Fang yeah. and that sort of thing. But, but uh, yeah, I heard a bit of the heavy vocals in soil work. With yeah, this. maybe, maybe. Right? Yeah, maybe. It's just that right kind of gravelly sing singing. Uh, yeah, he, yell. That's the thing. Soul is they, yeah, right. They they kind of and I suppose soil work or while she sleeps. There's a few bands that do it, but the, yeah, the, the the singing kind of ranges from pretty sweet, sugary kind of cleans, and then a sort of melodic roar you could say and then all the way up to like demonic kind of metal vocals yeah um which i think work in a lot of songs but occasionally are maybe just a little bit too out of whack with the music yeah does that make sense yeah it, it leads me on to why i brought this to the okay brought this to the podcast which is sure. like with all these problems why do i still think it's worthy to put up here <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, like, we'll, 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 I mean, because it's obviously a new release and stuff like that. I think it's it's always worth, yeah, yeah, and I totally. think it's it's worth um, anything with a, a scope and a vision this broad is worth discussing because yeah. they're coming out. You know, like you're you're getting something like Jubilee, which is almost like a sort of Paddy Casey style ballad, or like or Gomez, you know, with the, yeah. those banjos, like those plinky plonky banjos, yeah. Um, that could sit anywhere on daytime radio and then right after it you've got like Paris which is sort of a love song but has mm. massive like screaming in the chorus and yeah yeah like it it, go, it does does span the gamut I think perhaps it suffers from I don't think never being quite heavy enough which for me is a weird criticism because I'm normally it, not like that but it I, is. I think it might be the, the production more than anything else is that is that kind um, of a valid point uh, it's the, the the guitars are very the fuzzy, guitar, but the guitar not tone too... isn't aiming for heavy for for heavy metal. Yeah, it's it's way more like fuzzed out than it yeah. is. Like... It's aiming for a hard rock yes. atmosphere. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Which is what, where I brought clutch kind of into the groove parts. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or you know, name or any of those kind of yes. bands. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Which is which is weird. Which is I suppose why it's a bit jarring, and and maybe part of the reason why I'm not sure it all hangs together so yeah. well is because. It's it's difficult to use the same musical palette yeah. of like guitar tone and stuff like that mm-hmm. for a song like, um, for a song like uh, Pieta or a song like, um, uh, uh, Red. Red is another one. Yes, which has got some incredible elements to it. Yeah, like some of the choruses they pull off are are really really huge. Yeah, but it's it's I agree. Yeah. Uh, some of the choruses are great, but it's it's difficult to use the same guitar tone for something like that, and then something like Let It Ride, which is like this yeah, yeah, yeah. classic rock kind of swaggering yeah. bluesy. It's definitely type song. it's definitely multiple parts, right? Yeah. Right, yeah. So I think I, yeah, I think I think they do like they do that classic rock revival thing quite well yeah. on Let It Ride, and I think um, some of the old, so Vagabond as well. Adam. Vagabond is really really good. Yeah. Yeah, but I think so. When, thankfully, it's like we're fi- we're gr- going closer to the end of the album, and it's still sticking more often than not. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm listening to it, I'm going like, yes. What else have you got? Yeah, I think it, 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 for me, it like it does. I'd say it's welcome a little bit. I think facing west mm-hmm. on an eastern shore or whatever the name of that song is, um, is I don't think it adds really anything. So the fact that it's right there at the end of the album, I'm kind of like, right, can we just can we be done? But Futile brings in again. It's like another new influence right at the end. It's they suddenly are doing this straight from the path, Rage Against the Machine thing. Yeah, he raps a little bit, very ill advisedly on Phantom and More, but he but it does a much better job on Futile, where he's like he's actually kind of it's like scream yeah. scatting. It's much yeah, better. Yeah, um, some questionable elements where they're just ri- kind of kind of rhyming. Just 
bringing yeah. out a rhyme book about like politics. Oh, imagine. I, red, yeah, red, yeah. Where he's talking about, like, he keeps on being like, "We're the children of 1984," and you're like, "Just that's a little bit on the nose." Like, it's okay to, it's yeah. fine to reference 1984, but at this point, just it's saying the name like, of the book is so not, tired. Yeah, <laughs> just, just, just. If you're gonna keep lyrics that simple, yeah, and, and cheesy, make make them make them badass cheesy. Yeah. Back to Def Leppard. They do that. They yeah, do that well. Yeah, yeah, It's simple. What does he say as well in that song? He's like, our president has fucked, fucked intentions. Fuck like, my butt. Yeah, it's just like, <laughs> oh. come on. And then all of a sudden, We like, know that song. John, John Petrucci yeah. just appears, yeah. like, he just descends from the heavens and does this. On a rafter. It's like this, well, it's not him, but it's, it's this mad, like, dream theater style solo yeah. just in the middle of the song. And then it's right back to like, yeah. and now I'm rapping again. And you're like, <laughs> okay. I, I was, I was with you guys. They, they got, they got, a, they get a, a it lost at points i will admit that's yeah but that's why i think it's a 13 song album feels longer it does yeah it does it does feel quite long but it feels like 17 i think songs. i think actually this this potential for this to have been i think if it was like 10 songs and then with like a three song japanese bonus track whatever <laughs> i think it might have held together a little bit better um and it would feel more concise because i think there's enough good stuff on here if the track listing was rejiggered a little bit and a certain a few things were thrown to the wayside I think this could have been yeah. like a really one of the you know one of the very decent heavy albums of the year but it's just it's a little bit too scattergun for me or something I don't yeah. know but it's worth listening to it definitely. is there are some elements that I'm like okay like like uh, freaking I talked about it already uh, Adenium that's yeah. one of my favourite songs of the year do you know what that kind of reminds me of um, The Birthday Massacre Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of got that. It's got that really nice, like it's sort of those synths washing over you and the mm-hmm. guitar. Yeah. yeah, they do that really, really well here. Yeah. It's weird to hear a band do, yeah. do slow songs in so many it, different. It reminded ways. me a lot of Devin Townsend's Sky Blue, the first yeah. part of the C two album. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah, definitely. Very melancholy, um, which is a great break from the other parts in this album, which are a bit kind of. On the nose, yeah. political, it's a little bit like shit. kind of macho, like yeah. we're here and we're ready to rock, yeah. um, which is totally fine as well. I, but I just think yeah. um, th- it, it, it uh, could be a case of identity as well. This oh, one. certainly, uh, still figuring themselves out, I guess. Right? Yeah, maybe a little bit. Okay. I mean, it's you we'll know we'll sometimes see. like lyrically and thematically, it it does feel like the ridiculous night and day comparison between like Nickelback's heavy songs and their quiet songs. Oh yeah, Nickelback where, is a good comparison yeah. actually. Yeah, do you know when like when when, when Nickelback <laughs> go heavy they're like, we're gonna fuck do 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 and then when they yeah. go quiet it's like Look at this but photograph. I still love you <laughs> like yeah. wait hang on, which is it now? Do you wanna fuck everyone or do you wanna love your wife? You know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like I cannot I can't um yeah like these two chat Kroger's just exist in like two different mm. universes and it feels like that here as mega well mega chad Me- yeah mega chad mega he's chad. a man of many um, many talents but uh, yeah it's it's just it's it's all a little bit it's just all a little bit of, uh, messy yeah. but yeah. all the same again like yes. with the Killers album or whatever there's definitely a couple of songs on this that I will come back to because yeah. there's a few really really well written just balls out rock songs on this mm-hmm. so yeah, that's why it's worth it. Yeah, so these are new bands. You, you didn't know. You, you didn't really get a chance to take a listen to the first one, right? Uh, not really. No. Okay, cool. No. So I'd be interested to hear that, how this compares because I, I I understand the first one was a little bit heavier. Okay, but um, interesting. Yeah, cool. All right, so that's um, yeah, Tooth Grinder. The album is called Phantom Amour. Mm. Mm, it's got a big uh, golden elephant on the front. If yeah, you, if you're yeah. looking for it. So uh, favorite song in in the end? Uh, uh Denium. Yeah, Denium. Definitely yeah. Denium. Yeah, that's a good one. I'm about to have a little think about this one, actually. I think it's probably uh, the shadow. I'd say actually, I really like the shadow. Oh, okay. Second song. Yeah, yeah, it's really, good. really good. Cool. Um, and then score to ten. Uh, shit. Um, oh, crunch time. Yeah, seven. It's gonna be seven. Cool. Yeah, I think I'll give it a six. It's not quite up to it, but it's close. But it's close. It's very close. I uh, no, I think we we'll, we'll definitely come back to these guys. Yeah. Um next time out yeah okay next, next time out <laughs> I'll be curious. I, I'm, I'm, I was not put off but at the same time I was not enraptured mm. okay um, and then it, we, does that bring us to the last new release of yes, the week it does I think it does cool um, we're going super super ma- even well potentially more mainstream than the killers here yeah. with uh, Noel Gallagher dear god what have you done what have you wrought <laughs> and his high flying birds uh, the yeah. album's called Who Built the Moon and 
I better start the ball rolling on this one because mm-hmm. I feel <laughs> I feel like this this may be a similar situation to Calvin Harris in terms of I'm subjected to because you know when I hear when I hear any of the Gallagher's mentioned I'm like looking at my clock yeah <laughs> like, yeah yeah um, no well, it's okay I, I'll listen I'm I'll listen. I'm a fan of more or less the whole Oasis canon um, there's very few. Yeah, there's very little that Oasis did that I, I am drawn to. I think that Noel Gallagher has a great sense of how to write a song and how chords fit together. And yes, he does shamelessly rob from uh, the Beatles primarily and other um, artists that influenced him. But I don't think to the same extent that like, uh, what's his name? James Murphy, the guy from um, LCD Sound System does. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think he's always managed to, to put things, give, give things his own flavor, basically. Yeah. Um and my problem with the first two High Flying Birds albums was that I do feel like they didn't have much or any of the the grit that I guess they like, felt like sleepers, right? Little bit, yeah. Little when bit I saw sleepy. them open for the Red Hot Chili Peppers, I was waiting yeah. very impatiently to get on with the show. I can understand you that. And I, I think there's some lovely songs, but I do think that the foil of like Liam Gallagher's attitude and stuff, and I don't, I know he wasn't necessarily like a primary songwriter in that band, but like. There was something about his attitude that even when he wasn't singing, kind of just gave you know, gave it a bit of an extra kick mm-hmm. in the Oasis days that I think has been absent. But I think um, that has been remedied in a strange and unexpected way on this album in terms of like, he's always been able to create an atmosphere. But I think, so rather than adding in sort of um, obvious overtones of grittiness, more so what, he, what Noel has done on this album is introduced like sinister atmospheres and these kind of weird in between key uh songs that that mm-hmm. that give interest to yes. the music. So that's that's my sort of overall take on it and I think basically what this album ends up being in the mix is like it's definitely a sort of rock in rock classic um classic rock and like Beatles again inspired um artistic modern pop rock with uh, possibly a little bit too much of the sort of cheesy 12 bar bluesy stuff but also a lot of stuff that really appeals to me 12 bar gospel yeah a little so. yeah 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 i think i think he definitely loses the run of himself at times but i also think there's definitely enough of that no gallagher magic to make this worth listening mm. to um but dylan please tell us what you thought i mean if i had to choose for who, who i prefer to sing out of the gallery yeah. it's, it's it's liam I, oh really I, Interesting. I, I definitely prefer even though i don't like his vocals so <laughs> i just i i automatically like yeah okay i could hook onto that a bit more with this kind of yeah vibe i've always i um, found noel a bit yeah. sing-songy i think i on this i think i'm about 50 50 but i i i would say i'm probably more often in the mood for noel actually to be honest with you okay his vocally wise yeah, i always thought he was a bit, a bit more uh dad at the wedding <laughs> dad yeah. dancing at the wedding you're not wrong yeah you're not wrong um so song number two does oh actually no no song number one mm, fort knox that's a great opener. yes ah uh, yeah i think that's, it's that's a, uh, that's like a movie opener like the credits are rolling and that's playing and you know why it's because of the album it's cover? because it well yes the <laughs> yeah. album cover is quite cinematic but uh fort knox which is i agree one of the coolest album openers of the year is it's more or less instrumental there's a little bit of singing in it towards the end but it reminds it's 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 very reminiscent of fucking in the bushes which i believe opens uh standing on the shoulder of giants yeah. and yeah. that song I is in snatch that comparison do you know it's the song yeah. that plays when the, during yeah. the boxing match in snatch yeah. and this is really reminiscent of that so it does it's it would slot perfectly into uh mm. and actually i did hear it on the um the BBC sports highlights. <laughs> this song, Fort Knox. Um, I was like, got it I already. was like, oh, no, you need to use this in a cool movie, not on the sports no, highlights. No. But yeah, so good start. So where does it all go downhill for you? And it just, it, it's kind of, yeah, it's, it's, it's well, the it's second a, song is where yeah, it goes downhill so, for me. Right, 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 right. Okay. I'm, like, I'm like, where the, the sinister vibe from the start is gone. Yeah. As soon as it hits. Well, he kind of, yeah, what he does then, yeah, it's Holy, Holy Mountain is the second song. But it's, it's, it, it, it goes for just a different vibe. I'd almost compare it to the last, the the, the very last Oasis album. Yeah, there's there's, there's a lot of that there. there. Of yeah, that, yeah, yeah. But I think I think what he does on Holy Mountain is he just tries to like lob everything that the Beatles have ever done with like brass into a song. You know, yeah. it's got that it's got that got to get you into my life. Good morning, uh, sort of roaring brass at the start, and then mm-hmm. even even there's even a, a little doo wop or like an ooh la la that's. That's robbed directly from a Beatles song. Yeah. I can't remember which but one it, it is. It, but it feels like it's plotting a bit too by the books. Oh yeah, 
uh, certainly. It's, it's, um, it sounds like like the kind of theme to a shit parade. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No Gallagher, a theme to a shit parade. <laughs> yeah, that song, yes. That song, definitely. I'm not a huge fan of that one either. The biography. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the second, the third song, um, Beautiful Keep World. Keep on Reaching. Or is it? Yeah, Keep on Reaching. That is that is a nice kind of... Well, that that like that, that gets it right. It, it's 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 so, following. Yeah. It's in a similar mode, but that one's way more soul. It's got more swing yeah, to it. It's, it's what I expected the album to start off with after Fort Knox. Mm, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I think if we're if we're going on a track by track, I think it's a beautiful world is really where it got me. Like it, that I love. That's the stuff that I love that he does because it, it's it brings in that almost. Mm. Um, the weirdness that was floating around the air in the 90s of like that sort of druggy tripped out um ethereal kind of washes of sound yeah and 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 strange melody lines that, a that bit, just a somehow bit, work a, a bit like pj rv yeah before the light but more for the light of heart i guess <laughs> yeah maybe, maybe yeah, yeah yeah i mean it's no it's it's not it's no, not no, like no, progressive no. in yeah. any way but i there's still something about that track that i really that really really gets me okay um, that's good, and that's his voice as well. When he when he sings that line, like it's a beautiful world, no 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 no. It's I think he's got a great sense of where to place his voice in a yeah. I mean it, Miller, it, you know, it, it isn't serving my judgment on it any that's better cool. because I don't like it. I don't like his vocal tone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I I, I I know he has a sense of melody. It's very clear that he knows how to yeah walk around these songs very well and okay well then I suppose because this isn't necessarily a guitar album I think that's probably fair to say the next one that may never yeah well yeah but we don't have to, we don't have to, we don't have to <laughs> yeah. let's, let's go by, let's not go necessarily like track okay. by track by track sure. but sure. but like just instrument wise I suppose like it, it doesn't follow the Oasis blueprint of no. big guitar riff no. and then the rest of the song kind of writes itself but there is there are guitar licks in this. There like, are. What like my highlight? I think of the album is the lick from um, Black and White Sunshine. Okay. Okay. And what I mean, like surely that like that is undeniable. I think. I think that's pretty good. It's yeah. Yeah, it's, that it's, picked it up a bit oh, more. That um, song, I think, is just got it's. There's something about that riff or that little, yeah. not riff, but that kind of guitar lick that that uh, underpins the whole song. That really it picked it up a bit more. Yeah, it does. Um, it does. I still felt. As if it was like, okay. Some, now what? Something, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something new, please. <laughs> okay, fair, um, fair. Good. Um, I, think, I think, like, it only really started to click for me near the end. Like, the, because, the, man, oh, the, the, man, the man who built the moon. Mm. That was, that was kind of sinister. Uh, you know Weird, what that? Cool. I picture when those organs, like, the, it's, I don't know if it's, yeah. it's it, but it's some kind of synthesizer or some kind of organ yeah. that comes in. It almost sounds like there's a bolt of lightning going like cracking behind yeah. a, a haunted house on a hill yeah weird space age <laughs> westerny kind of vibe yeah. haunting um it, it it very much kept in line with what the intro song had promised mm. yeah i agree yeah i agree yeah i know it, it is it, that that one has a bit of grit to it which i really like yeah. um and these kind of swooping strings yeah. that kind of come in it's very cinematic it does sound like it was designed to be the soundtrack to a cheesy B horror film from like the the 50s or the 60s or something yeah so if you promise me that Noel why why do you come in with uh, this I know this rom-com with like fucking recorders or whatever they're playing yeah Yeah, I hear you definitely and then and then and then there's the whole element of the album we haven't discussed which is the interludes which are very much Radiohead inspired I would say yeah they're nice they're nice they sound like something that would be sort of sweeping you from song to song on OK Computer or um, yeah Oh, or Kid okay, A or something. Oh, certainly okay, computer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, very, really, really very cool. Very complex, to, uh, you know, just the, the, the nice thought piece, nice thought pieces to bring you on to the next song. Yeah. I guess. And then and then the end credits as well, which is just a really nice way to end the album, I think. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> not, for, not for me. Not yeah. for me. You've humoured me long enough. It's okay. Um, I think this is... Um, yeah, I don't know what it is. I, I think... I don't think he'll ever achieve his true potential outside of the. Um, I mean, I hope he will, but I, I don't think that this this isn't it. This isn't Noel Gallagher achieving his true potential or anything mm-hmm. um, outside of the confines of Oasis. But what I do think this is is his strongest solo effort to date, and I think what you're hearing from him is a desire to push 
the boundaries of what he can do a little bit further especially it, vocally because it seems confident he barks he barks more in the album than mm-hmm. he normally does it seems very confident yeah like he, he sings in a way higher register a lot of the time I'm not sure it's necessarily a move for the better but like it is interesting to hear him push himself and um, tonally when this album goes a little bit more dark and a little bit more sinister I think it really nails it I think the, the upbeat uh, bluesy stuff is a bit of a flop so Certainly. mixed bag but I like a lot of it, to be honest with you. So okay, that's okay, yeah. that's all right. Do you, do you <laughs> have a right. favorite song? Uh, fuck. Um, <laughs> the man who built the moon. It's just yeah, that's, that's how it is. Yeah, uh, it's a beautiful world for me. Although um, just because of that guitar, like black and white sunshine, is a very close second. Sure. And uh, you know, just please be gentle. Score out of ten. <laughs> it's, um, there are no wrong answers. There are no wrong answers. <laughs> It's like Noel Gallagher is like take the shot. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Take the shot, take mate. The shot, mate. Take the shot, mate. <laughs> right out the window with a sniper. Um, <laughs> um, five, five, five. Yeah. Okay, cool. Five, and I'm gonna give it a seven. Yeah. All okay. Right. Jeez. So, closer like, together than I thought. Much closer than you yeah. thought. It's not. It's definitely not. It's not a home run. But no, I, trust me. Like I was gonna I give it a four, this. but it's not a poor album, so it's, it's a five. <laughs> Um, you need to, you need to sleep Whoops. sleep at night and live with yourself. So, okay, um, that's everything that came out this week that we were going to talk about. So, that leaves nothing to do but basically hop in our time machine back to 2012. Yeah, and talk about a man <laughs> called Piat Lane. Piat, 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 Piat. Uh, from Krakow. Yes, in Poland, also known musically as She. Yes, when your name's an automatopoeia, you make weird music. Yes, <laughs> great. Yeah. Um, um, so this is an electronic music album. Yes, this is possibly the most electronic music album we've tackled yet. One hundred percent, it yeah. is. It is the most electronic, and this is. I'm really glad you Chopped, brought this screwed one. and just retooled. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm so glad that you brought this to the show because this is definitely a side of my taste in music that we have not explored at all as part of this show or in very bi- little in, in bits yeah but this is this is it to the nth degree but like this is yeah yeah there ever was you know the way they do the the robinson's double concentrate like that you can get like the orange squash but it's like mm. it's half the juice because it's double concentrate yeah. uh, this is chip tune complexo electro house yeah. double concentrate yeah basically you have added no water to this no, no. you just you just chug it straight and <laughs> it is a beautiful thing yeah chug it straight with a bit of uh, acid. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, how did you come across she? Um, oh god, I think it was. It was actually a while ago. It was nineteen dickety two. No, it was. It was a while ago. It was, it was during like, um, two thousand and nine, two thousand and ten. Oh, during, okay, during okay. when MySpace music was was a outlet you could go to. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. And it wasn't his Bandcamp. That was around the time I discovered yeah. Power of Stellar, which different thing, electro swing, but mm. you know, I, there was there, yeah, yeah. And Uppermost was, was another one that I discovered. Yeah, right it was yeah. it was a lot of solo artists doing crazy little things, mm. crazy little projects. Um, kind of the mostly part. from Europe, yeah. like mainland Europe. Yeah, that seems uh, to be the the trend. Yeah, France, uh, Sweden, for like, example. Here, yeah, the two artists that this most reminds me of, I think, both European is. Um, Sebastian and Uppermost who both incorporate a lot of um, slap bass and distorted bass synthesizers into their Mm -hmm. music which and and of course and of course um, uh, uh, early era Daft Punk yeah Yeah. it's weird there's a lot of of discovery on this right yeah I hear more like Just East than I do Daft Punk but I I know what you're saying definitely especially early Daft Punk yeah Um, it's got the synth and the bass sensibilities of discovery and everything else, I think, yeah. is Justice with the manic kind of um, placing of everything. But, and, it, and it sounds very, very cohesive. I can make, yeah. It can make sense of how the riff is going along, even though it's in 40 different bits glitching across the, yeah. the time space. Melodically, and I think sonically, just in terms of how hulking and gigantic the production is in this, I think is reminiscent of Nero. Even though I know mm. Nero tend to stick with one palette for a song, whereas mm. this very much follows the philosophy of like kitchen sink, like the more sounds we can throw into one song, the better. Which I agree with both approaches. I think, and yeah. they've obviously na- like he's nailed it here, which is amazing. Yeah. Herein lies the problem. I don't know how to write music like this. Yeah, no, like, I would have I, no I, idea I, where to start. I don't know. I don't know how. <laughs> I just don't. I've tried bits of Egyptian stuff, but I don't know how you 
get to this. Yeah, it's it, I I don't know whether there's a shortcut or whether it's just it's it's yeah. as painstaking as it sounds, but I've had a fascination with like quote unquote complexstro, which is which is just sort of that kind of thumping electro house, like really super mm-hmm. melodic but yeah. but with an edge. Yeah. Um and there's there's a playlist I have on Spotify, I didn't make it, but a guy called Goosa Seventeen shout out made it, and it's over a hundred hours long at this point, and it, it's <laughs> not, all relatively reminiscent of this. It's, not it's long enough. <laughs> people like people like Savant as well as another would be another big player in this, yeah. and um, and it does it does draw in the same influences as like Skrillex, mm-hmm. even though it's less. I always say less confrontational, but yeah. maybe this is this can be easily listening. This album, yeah, it can. That's that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah it's, it it is it is more probably more melodic than Skrillex. Yeah, um, and it's chip tune, but it's not as wedded to the idea of eight bit as like Anamanaguchi. It's it's it, and it also has quite a bit of guitar as well. I don't yeah. know. Is it is that processed guitar or is that uh, synthesizer? I think I think it's um, I think it's uh, a, 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 a synth. I think it's synth with guitar aspects to it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. Grant. Um, um, and there's yeah. also and and again like this stuff that 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 very much places it in mm-hmm. the 2010s. Like I think on uh, all I need is music. There's almost like a vaporwave. Oh yeah, the vibe bi- to the, it. The kind of build up the very huge build ups. Yeah, which there are plenty of in this. Yeah, that like you, you. I implore you to go on a walk with this album. Oh, and I have. Yeah, but you you but um, you you end up just like walking way deeper because you're kind of taking these huge steps to bob your head. <laughs> oh yeah, to get to the rhythm, to get to the tempo. It's very much head bobbing music. Yeah, I, I I took a walk through um, Kalani Hill to this album. Oh god, and I was like, what the hell is going yeah, on? Like, With something this electric going through like a forest atmosphere is surreal. Um, yeah, yeah. This it is it's, really cool. it's very it, epileptic. Is, it is a good way to describe this it wor- album. It worked incredibly well. Yes. Um, it's its palette is quite varied as well. Yeah, like um, it, it go. It, it even though it, it's all definitely consistent, I think it go. It like does span the gamut from just like straight up like insane bangers. Like, um, what's the one that I'm thinking of uh, with the really crazy bass headshot? Uh, no, is this love? Like that's just oh yeah yeah okay. so heavy. But then yeah. you get like this kind of robot love song in heartbeats, mm-hmm. um, which is quite vulnerable. You know, yeah, that was and, one of the last ones, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. it is the last one yeah. actually. So yeah, it's 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 varied. I think this does with it. Just I think this is a, uh, involves a lot of the same influences as Horse the Band actually. When Horse <laughs> when Horse the Band, you know, with with yeah. their chip tune stuff, but it's just funnel in a different way. Uh, yeah, I think so. But the a lot of the energy is is similar, mm-hmm. um, which is cool. Yeah. Do you know the song Closer Together? Uh, it's yeah. It's got a real nostalgic yeah. vibe. Yeah. I was racking my brain. I swear to God, it took me on a lovely trip down uh, memory lane. Funny musically. because this, this band has a song called Nostalgic Vibes. Oh, really? Yeah, on, no on, way. On, on Chiptune Memories, the That's album hilarious. after this. Yeah, but um, <laughs> it's it's actually two songs mashed together that it reminds me of, and it was actually very pleasant to go back to them both. Yeah, um, I remember by Dead Mouse. Oh yeah, okay. And Starlight by the Superman Lovers. Starlight is totally all over this. That that um, it it's kind of like the plug-in you go-to on like Fruity Loops one yeah. of the starting synth pro- plugins but it's it's very very pleasant to the ear god man and, and you just, surf on it yeah it kind of just reminded me of I don't listen to um, like electro music as much as I used to and yeah it was just it was really nice to hear something that so cohesively um, combines a lot of the music that I I don't want to say used to love because I still love it but the music that I used mm. to listen to a lot more than I do now yeah because um, I was a huge huge Dead Mouse, Skrillex, mm-hmm. um, obviously Uppermost is another fantastic artist. Yeah, um, yeah. So it was really, really cool to 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 hear someone do it all so well. And I'll be checking out she's other stuff. Yeah, no, um, I'm not sure if I'm not sure if they're doing anything new lately. Mm-hmm. I think I think they've got a project coming out. They're supposed to this year. Okay, but like this, you never know with this stuff. Yeah. It's like yeah, this especially- writer has got so many different projects. Mm. And they're often it's all it's often done in personal time as well. Yeah. Like that's certainly the case with Uppermost, where it's like you might get two studio albums in a year, one he's got a lot of time, but if he's yeah. busy you might not get one for four years. It just depends. Yeah. There's definitely funk electronic as well. It more than it is is uh kind of um trance. No, there's not there's not as much trance as you'd no. expect. That's what he does with, with his other projects, is more the trance electronic right. disco feel. No, this is very much it takes it takes the tropes of traditional songwriting and it, I think it sounds, rock as yeah, well it, it rock it sounds like a band a full band yes. effort even though it kind of isn't 
No, right, it isn't. But uh, but it's it's, it's hyper melodic and very compact. Like that's what I'm saying about the double concentrate. I feel like with trance, it's almost yeah. like a gigantic jug with one drop of squash, mm-hmm. which has its moment too. Yeah. But I just, I kind of prefer this. Yeah, it it's it's just like a massive sugar rush of an album. Yeah, the, the bass is super compressed. As, yes. as that. it's just a, it's a given. It's a given for this kind of music. It has to be. I guess I just there's, some, there's very few sounds that I enjoy as much as when the bass gets really grindy and yeah, crunchy on this album. Very, very, uh, very. Um, I don't know what video games can I can I detract this, but it is no. That's the thing. That's that's the reason why I prefer <sighs> this to like to an Anamanaguchi or yeah. whatever other bands that just take their influences directly from yeah. video games because it has there's more body to it. There's more mm-hmm. weight to it. Yeah. It's 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 just more hulking than yeah. video game soundtracks I mean there's there's bits uh, in Electric Girl that sound like mm. the soundtrack the Spyro yeah yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> and yeah, bits yeah. that sound like a SNES soundtrack and it's it's totally it's own like this machine. is the production job I wish the soundtrack for Undertale had oh my god way. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> which fans have done that so yeah um, true but uh, yeah no really really good stuff yeah this is a special album definitely I come back to it and it always gets me in a very good mood yeah and you know what I might do now I might go back and listen to my like Monster Cat 5 through 12 or whatever do you ever listen to Monster Cat no they like these compilation albums and there's link, some link, link me there's know. some stuff that's like on this caliber it just it, and, and, and it goes through cycles so like Monster Cat you know one sounds completely different than Monster <laughs> Cat 35 yeah. Um, but yeah no, it's it's it's, uh, it's really cool and it's <laughs> now that's what I call Monster Cat maybe we should start we should start bringing more electronic stuff to the podcast that's the plan next year that's the plan okay well uh, thank you so much for listening to Kill Shuffle this year yeah um, we really appreciate it and we're going to reward you all <laughs> with the opportunity to listen yeah. to our top albums of the year. Yes, which features albums you have not heard from us reviewing from the other half of the year. Because yep. we, we started in June, May. May, so we, I think it was. We, we yeah. missed quite a few. Yes. So there's going to be some stuff that we've reviewed. There's going to be a lot of stuff that we didn't review. Um, some stuff I may have, have been ashamed to review. Perhaps. But, perhaps. But it's in my top 20, so it's sticking. There's <laughs> no shame in that at all. Um, yes. We're probably going to have a little list of albums that we wished we'd included in our lists last yeah, year. Yeah. Um, and maybe just a little bit of an overview over the, as the, over the year in general. So And what's coming up. Yeah. So that's going to be in a couple of weeks because we need, we need a little bit of time to, to decompress and to really make sure that we've got it right this year. Mm-hmm. Um, it's tough. Yeah. So I guess we'll see you in a couple of weeks. And uh, yeah, thanks for sticking with us. Yeah. It's been great. And we'll see you then for the end of the year spectacular. See you guys. Bye. Bye.